0: Why don't you do us a favor and do what you used to do and go drown your sorrows in the bottom of a pill bottle? Yikes. You're wrong about me. I never wanted anything from you. I never wanted anything from you until now. I want something from you now. And I'm gonna take it, because I am coming after you and the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship. The Top of Wrestling, with your host, OGM the Professor.
1: Good shit. Late to every episode. Late so much, I'm gonna have to buy you a pregnancy test. Bob Rude.
0: <laughs> I wanna be a podcaster, yay! His name' named be- Kenta. I'm gonna call him Kenta. Dynamite drop in Monty. That broadcasting school is really paying off for you.
1: <laughs> You're so high you don't even know it. Oh boy, my boy. You ready for a
0: Scotch ad? We don't know anything about him. The only thing he's got in his wallet is a bunch of names of whorehouses. <laughs> That's Flair.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Probably look like Jim Duggan's digging the tape out of his crotch. Benoit,
0: enjoy my wife.
1: <laughs> That's a bold statement, Cotton. Oh
0: my god, mine just stopped recording. No, we're good. We're still recording.
1: What a dick. Ah, I'd cease and desist me. I'd cease and desist <laughs> me
0: hard. Right. I need a minute to recover off that. What kind of game is it?
1: War games!
0: Let a war! War games!
1: our impressions. Yeah, I know. That's the only thing I've said in the last half hour. Bark like Like a dog.
0: dog. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 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 Jinx, Holy shit. How did that actually happen? Here we go. Good wrestling day i must ask you a question are you ready for this week's show that's right we're back i'm the professor mark fantasia ready to go for another big fun show we have an nxt pay-per-view that we're going to be talking about or play the whatever they call it, the premium live event uh we have that we also have the monday night wars we also have bring it to the table and this week a fun movie of the week i honestly think an Amazing action movie. I and we're gonna get into it. I'm sure we will. Uh, but as I said, I'm the professor Mark Fantasia, and ladies and gentlemen, here he is. Oh
1: yeah. Bet when you sneeze, you look like a party favor.
0: I I swear I was like, alright, so he's definitely <laughs> coming with a joke to begin <laughs> You know, something I said on off-air, actually. Uh we didn't even record it, but before the show even aired, I was like, "Yo, Mrs. Professor, you got to hear this. You got to hear ODM's reaction." The initial "What the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> made me laugh so hard. It's still, I word for word relayed that to my mother in law. I was like, "You got it," because she goes, "You know who it is that you remind me of?" She goes, "I figured it out. Steve Harvey from uh, oh my uh, God, Family Feud, the White Steve Harvey." <laughs> <laughs> And what's funny is that I actually played host as a as Mark Harvey. It is a big family event one time with all of them, and I played the the host of Family Feud. And now I got the mustache to follow along with it. And she goes, I couldn't stop cracking up. She goes, because it was on the ordained. I go, there he is. That's Mark. I'm like, oh, shit. All right, it's time to get rid of it now. I actually, (laughs) I'm I'm riding strong like people do on a mustache ride. But hey. Let's uh, l- let's get down with it, man. We have a lot of things we're going to talk about this week. Not a whole lot of news, but some good segments from WWE and AEW. Uh, let's start off with the biggest news, though, and I'll let you pretty much take the lead after I say this. Uh, one of the very first managers that was new when I first started watching wrestling. I already when I got in there, uh Heenan was there, Jimmy Hart was there, and then all of a sudden the genius came out of nowhere, and what an arrogant poem reading prick. And it took me like mm, easily 15 years after that to find out I'm like what? Him and Savage are brothers? Get out of here, man. And yeah, man, the genius, Lanny Poffo, passes away at the age of 68. Um, what, what, what do you have to, to bring to this whole conversation first?
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, there, uh well, first of all, I'll just say there's been no uh, cause of death reported. I guess that's really irrelevant, but you know, I'm sure people would ask, um, it, it's a damn it's shame because
0: causes. I mean, I don't think that he, he didn't look like your natural, like, yeah, he drunk. looked to be in
1: decent shape, man. I yeah. mean, there's, a, I mean, one of his most infamous moments is that running with Hannibal, um where he just fucking whiplashed him a couple times before Hannibal took him which, down but
0: which he was pretty like he was in decent well shape built then. jacked yeah. up and i'm like that's not even the Lanny Poffo i remember the the Lanny Poffo i remember looks like me it, going against <laughs> Hogan and winning on Saturday night's main event you know what right. i'm saying like he had like the skinniest arm. referees were bigger than this dude and but i loved it because one of my favorite Things with him was um, uh, Brutus Beefcake shaving his head, or not shaving, cutting his hair. I think it was at the Royal Rumble or WrestleMania Six. I want to say it was Rumble. Uh, involved in some really big moments in the... 89, 90 era. And then he just kind of faded out of wrestling. And in to my knowledge, didn't do a whole lot more, except for a lot of the indie circuit thing, um, which we have talked about Hannibal before. If you don't know, Hannibal. Now, I've cursed this dude, because didn't he do something to a wrestler like about a year or two ago? And He's we done were a on bunch show, of shit.
1: There's no shortage. right? But
0: he and Lanny put together a worked shoot because I ended up doing the longest kind of research I could once I found out that he passed away. I'm like, because as far as I knew, I only watched, or saw what I watched. I didn't do research. I was enticed by the fact that Lanny Poffo was pissed off at Hannibal, this indie worker, for working too stiff in a match and doing chair shots and things like that. And then... Paintbrush slaps oh, yeah. Hannibal multiple times, where Hannibal then spears him to the ground and puts him in a
1: like a kimura, kimura, Ooh, like a kimura. yeah, yeah.
0: And he goes, "You look at him, break his arm," and then he does the hardest slap to Lanny's chest. Honky Tonk Man is the like commissioner or like promoter, uh, owner, maybe GM, even, whatever yeah. the fuck you want to call it for this whole thing. And it's funny because there's a lady that walks in like in the middle of him talking to Hannibal and she hands him a sandwich bag filled with cash in it. And I'm like all the money from the front till. And it's, and he goes, I'll be out there soon, sweetheart. Look it. It's a work shoot. I thought it was real up until doing my full research into it. And Hannibal and Lanny both admitted that no, it was, you know, it wasn't what it was. Yeah, we did. It was, it was a shoot. Did it draw attention? He Oh, yeah. And my favorite thing, and you and I have talked about it before, is go take your lithium. You'll never make it to be my age, <laughs> cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the voice of him doing it. I, I, like, you have, I'm the genius. The man, only who you know is Macho Man's brother. I remember, like, he had that voice like that. But then hearing him be like, you'll never get to my age, you cocksucker. I love it. If I ever get the chance to argue with someone in public, I want to call him a cocksucker in Lanny Poffo's <laughs> voice. Just that way. Yeah. Do You remember? You want to he... fight out here,
1: cocksucker? <laughs> he was on a... As yeah. I'm
0: the one wearing this mustache. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, obviously. That's, that has to be part of it. I mean, it's a package deal. I'm at
0: the Blue Oyster Bar. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah,
1: all you need is a fucking leather vest and a fucking hat. You'll be good to go. Um, there was uh he you know, he was on Dark Side. Uh he was definitely obviously was on the Macho Man one. I don't know if he was on other ones, but I remember I think it was on the Macho and Liz one. They show him in his house. Do you remember he's laying and he had a TV mounted on the ceiling? So he could lay oh down. Oh my god, and I actually remember that up. now yeah. and,
0: and, as you're bringing it up, you're right.
1: Weird, huh? Yeah. Wow. yeah. And just to go back on what you were talking about, you know, he did he does have a count out win against Hulk Hogan. On Saturday night main event, uh, yep. with the assistance of Mister Perfect,
0: and that's where they steal the title.
1: Yep, and, and give it
0: to. Uh... No, he hands no. it to Perfect, to per- yep. and Perfect beats the shit out of it with a hammer. Right, and that down the road Is your becomes title. what we're going to see. Yeah, it's a hardcore title later this year, or later twenty five years later this year. Yeah. Uh, but I will say it was it was sad to see that you know he passed because. Um, but you know, all the Poffos are gone. It I've seen so many videos of him with a lot of wrestling fans, but even a buddy of my own where he just does a poem on the phone to someone and being like, and macho man would have been a like, kind of like the cameos, like those, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: video like that, you know what I mean? And, um, he was also on, I, a one of the pre AEW pay-per-views. I think it was the same one as the Joey Ryan, uh, Dick funeral. He was there with Jay Lethal. No, yeah, all in? he was. It, uh, he was. With, uh, Jay Lethal was there. Pafo showed up. Yep, he was on oh, one shit. of them. Okay, I don't remember it, but I'd have to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you said Joey Ryan, and my mind was like, I right, all that entire
1: shit. Yeah, that's a different. story. Remember, thing that's,
0: that's what we thought AEW was going to be. That's funny.
1: Oof, that's pretty much still is.
0: What other news you got?
1: Uh, well, there's some uh, shit going around about Dark Side of the Ring 4. Remember we said, oh, it's going to happen. Oh, no, it's not going to happen. Oh, it's going to happen. Uh, well, now it looks like that a PW Insider suggesting, based on some of the people that are involved, that some of the episodes may be focusing on Abdullah the Butcher. Mike Awesome.
0: Very good one, which is a, geez, like no one's really ever done a full documentary about him. I have a lot of questions,
1: so I would love to see. He's Canadian. That. and that I knew. And he owns like a soul food restaurant now.
0: He's still alive?
1: Yeah. Well, huh? he was the last time I heard about the soul food re- restaurant. Hmm. Uh, Mike Awesome and Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, some of your people that are going to be appearing on it is Mick Foley, Jim Cornette, Terry Funk, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. So there, There's also a lot of people speculating that Sonny might be one of the topics. Which, I mean, insert joke here. I mean, I guess. I'm like,
0: do I go with the police force? Do I go with the midgets? <laughs> do I go with uh, Sunnyside up or down, left, right? Up, up, down, down, left, right? All right, man. Hey, let's get into what at least happened with WWE and AEW this past week. We had, like I said, you had Vengeance, uh, Vengeance Day. This past Saturday night, Uh, but before that, I think we have a couple other things that happened between Raw and SmackDown and Dynamite. Take it away, dickhead, because (laughs) I can read.
1: Well, there was a return on Raw. If you didn't see it, the Professor show. I mean, I'm sorry, Rick Boogs showed up. (laughs) I saw just like oh look, look, Mark's there. Oh no, wait, that's that's Rick Boogs. (laughs) Your Your mama, your mother's a fucking astronaut.
0: My mom's too drunk to be an astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> what the I love it though. Like your mom like just any your mama joke, just my mom's too drunk to do that. Whatever it is, great <laughs> fucking comeback. You can't come you're like, oh yeah, shit. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah, you get shut down pretty quick.
0: Um Yeah, so that happened. We also do have uh awesome theory, Gargano, Bronson Reed, and Seth Mother F and Rollins qualifying for the chamber match. So I would assume, I mean, did they say that one was going to be for one of the titles at WrestleMania? One, not the other. They just, have they even specified what this is?
1: Yeah. I don't know how they're going to do this just because Roman has them both. So, I mean, I don't, I really don't know how they're they're planning on working. this. I mean, that's what we talked about. There's so many variables, especially because he has both titles. Um I I really don't know uh, if they've announced how that's going to work or, or if I just haven't seen it.
0: Well, I'll take a, a hop skip and a jump into a couple of segments away from here, but you know, Sami Zayn jumped Roman Reigns on SmackDown and ends up, you know, saying I wanted nothing from you, but now I do. And I listen. I very well listen to a lot of things because it's where certain things have fallen through the cracks. They're like, I never said you were having a title match. I said they, you know what I'm saying. And he right. goes, I don't. W-, he goes, I want your WWE Undisputed Universal Heavyweight. God damn it! All right, that's double. If he was gonna split them, <clears throat> that'd be fine. And then you got Cody versus Roman one night, and Roman versus one another night. I think that is supposed to be what the actual plan is from everything I've heard. How I I, by heard, I mean, I read, let's be honest here. Like, people are calling me up, hey, professor, you want to know what's going on? But so I don't get what the chamber thing is. So, do you think Roman maybe defends against, let's say, right now, out of the four. Guys we have in here, we got Rollins. Roman versus Rollins one night, Roman versus Cody another
1: night. I hope it's not Roman versus Rollins. I hope they can get somebody better. I, uh, you know, and I'll and I'll, and I'll say this uh, just kind of as a side note that plays into this. You know, I was at bowling the other day, and I told you, do you know how many lookalikes I see at bowling? I sent you that picture of that guy that looks like Bret Hart. There's a guy that shows up that's friends with somebody that's not, that the person himself doesn't bowl, but he looks just like fucking Goldberg. And then there's <laughs> the two fucking Stone Cold people. You know, super skinny, shaved head, you know, a goatee, uh, gold chains. It's fucking hilarious. I actually ended up talking to them. They actually are wrestling fans, strangely enough. Um, nice. And we were talking about the Rumble or something. And I said, listen, I said, not this WrestleMania, next WrestleMania, Cody versus Gunther for the fucking world title. That's what you're going to get. Um, and they're like, oh, you really think Cody's that much of a main event star? I'm like, hello? <laughs> yeah, they're already, you know, if you're, then you're not
0: watching. <laughs> yeah. Um, Look, here's how I want to predict it. Maybe it's because I have a giant hard-on for Sami Zayn doing this uh, WrestleMania setup. You could go the obvious Owen Zayn versus Usos. Yay, I get it. However, what if you open Elimination Chamber, Roman versus Zayn? Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Zane loses. And then, as the sixth entrant or whoever is about to enter towards the ring, he pulls an edge doing what he did to Kofi, I believe, at like 2008 or 9. Yep. Knocking him out, mm-hmm. locking yourself into the compartment in, in that spot and be like, I'm in. And you lock yourself in and win that to go to WrestleMania. Now, even if you lose at WrestleMania, fine. He keeps one title, drops the other to Cody. Cody can stay on Raw with one title. Roman still does what he has to do on SmackDown. Totally fine.
1: That's not a bad idea. Uh, I could get down with that. Um, you know, I, I'm just tired of this fucking split titles bullshit. There are too many. No, fucking either have titles.
0: one or. It, it, it make it a definitive, too, because the Usos have been carrying the double titles. I think they weren't ready for... It's funny because they weren't ready for Orton to get injured and with Riddle, right? Fine. But then, okay, fine, you don't want to ruin the Usos' double title reign. Then you should have def- like made the definitive thing a while back and let them drop the titles to someone just in a four-way tag team match and Sammy accidentally cost him or blah, blah, blah. It could have been very easy to do. Now, no other tag team really – I don't even know who other tag teams are. There the are raw, no other fucking Smackdown. good tag
1: teams. What do you got, fucking
0: Chad Gable and Otis? Well, you did have the Banger Bros, but they lost their name, and because of that name, they also lost their spot in the tournament. Did you see that Braun Strowman in Ricochet won your tag team number one contender I, uh, number one contender title tournament?
1: Well, that's just dumb. But it, I guess it's not as dumb as Nicholas. So,
0: oh, I missed. How is he doing? But in the women's division, you got Oscar, Oscar, <laughs> Nikki Cross, Raquel. Yo, I can't stop calling her Welch.
1: Rodriguez uh, Gonzalez. It,
0: Yep, Liv Morgan and Natalia. So we got one more to
1: enter. Uh, Listen, I'm not going to lie. That sounds like something off Bang Bros. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to Google that right after we get off the show. You know what? You take over the rest. I'm going to do it right now. Um, <laughs> but speaking of Asuka, so we talked about you know her Kana uh, persona coming through. Mm. So Carmella shows up on Raw. but I believe it was Raw. And she's like, I'm back, and Mela is money. So, you know, the the norm. And Asuka shows up and says absolutely nothing and just shows her teeth. Almost like when the dude, oh, it's Francis from uh, <laughs> Pee-wee's Big Adventure, when he's chewing the gum and it's the just gum. dripping down his face. Yeah, it, it started doing that to, to her. Don't you like this gum, Dad? <laughs> so it was funny because that's what she did. Now, it's funny also because Carmelo Hayes apparently on Vengeance Day re- said something about in Melo's money here, whatever you want to say, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, Isn't she goes, Someone's stealing my, yeah. she did a tweet, someone's I stealing my, my catchphrase. <laughs> He's like, You're right. I shouldn't stick to just one good idea and moved on to other ones and i was like because because he has he goes i have multiple ones that i use right. and she, it, it. but that's he was like you're right some people just stick to the one because that's all she's got is mella is money and i was like <laughs> good for you nice yeah she'll <laughs> yeah. <It'll> be fired because <laughs> you got mella and you got uh cory graves that's a that's a package yep fucking dog all right, man, so um, did you happen to see that Rey Mysterio couldn't be bothered to show up at the Royal Rumble and or help me win my money? Not that he was ever going to win, but it would help me, you know, right. with the, the numbers. So he and Dominic ended
1: up racing it out in some fucking NASCAR cars. I saw a video, and I must have been in Chicago the tail end, where Rey got out and they were celebrating with him. Uh, yeah, fucking great. Fucking great! <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, <laughs> I like. You know what? Excellent segue into the next part. Let's talk about Vengeance Day. Neither of us watched it, nope. uh, but we can at least say that Gallus, um, you know, formerly of NXT UK, they are your new tag team champions. Braun Steiner defended and retained in the steel cage match against uh, Grayson Waller. Uh, but the, the most important part is Dominic Dijakovic's
1: finger. <laughs> um, it was like the scene at beginning of Major Pain. I'm going to teach oh you a little God. trick, take your mind off that pain. <laughs> Dude,
0: it, it, it was literally, really like bad to look at. It was so gross. Yeah. <laughs> I was... have no other thing to say other than that, man. When I, when I woke up Sunday morning and I saw it, I was like... Ugh. I'm good. Don't need to look at that again. You know what, though? That's an that's at least a legit injury. It's not like, you know, he forcefully bladed himself. Oh. We'll get into that da- later. All right. <laughs> so let's talk about Dynamite. Um, Mox did defeat Hangman in a weak-ass win. Uh, Brian Danielson versus Timothy Thatcher. Thoughts?
1: So, I started watching uh, Dynamite, and uh, I fell asleep right before that match, so I never got a chance to go back and watch it. Uh, All I saw Ah. was the entrance and the beginning, and what I will say, of the minute and a half that I saw, uh, Timothy Thatcher is a believable fucking shooter. And I liked the approach he was taking with Danielson. It looked like a solid mat match, or at least it was going to play out that way. I'm guessing by your tone of voice, you're going to tell me it did not work out that way. Well, first, I like
0: the solid approach Thatcher's taking with his body and looking like Karen Carpenter. Um, but I, I if actually can play I the drums have to say, like her. That... <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> it's only just begun. So anyway. I just thought it was an underwhelming match by a little bit. Not like it wasn't a good match. I mean, it's exactly what I wanted it to be, but I think I was like, okay. It, okay, good. It was good. I liked it. I think I expected a touch more. Mm-hmm. But also, it's the stupid fucking picture-in-picture picture that kills me when I have to okay. watch that on, on Dynamite. You know, it, that's probably what half-killed it for me. Uh, Jade Cargill reaches 50-0 and 0 with you know, another defense of her TNT championship or a TBS championship.
1: Who's going to beat her?
0: I don't know, man, but maybe her, her daughter, because her daughter was not exactly happy. If if she grabbed her out of the crowd to walk her through from the entrance way all the way back up. And the girl was just fucking crying, putting her head into her mom's uh, shoulders. But like, you looked over and you see she had like, I'm like, Ah, uh, you shouldn't have done that. She's pissed. She's mad. I don't know why it caught my eye. It was just, it was an eyesore, I guess. Um, who's gonna defeat her? Soraya. Eh,
1: she's a heel too, though.
0: Eh, Jay Cargill is straight. I don't get. She is a stone cold Steve Austin, uh, heel then, if you want to call it that. You know what I mean? Like Professor crowd loves everything. Cut the shit. It. <laughs> nice, nice. Nice, nice reference. Uh, Samoa Joe drops the title to Darby Allen a couple of weeks ago just so he could win it in his hometown. Yay! Yep. And now Samoa Joe regains it, murdering Darby. But Wardlow returns only to beat up a lot of security guards and not Samoa Joe. So. Uh, what was it, cut his hair, get him off TV a couple of weeks, let Darby win the title, yada, yada, yes. boom. Yeah. Horrible.
1: Terrible. Terrible.
0: Ugh. I will say the guns calling out their daddy issues made me laugh. Yeah, that's good. Why don't you go drown your sorrows in another bottle, bottle of, of pills, pills, Dad? yeah. Ho, 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 okay. All right. Oh, shit. We're going there. Yeah. And he got back in the ring pissed off. But yeah, let me tell you. It's a fucking swerve.
1: Oh, yeah. He's going to turn on the acclaimed, and he's going to go back with his kids. It's oh, fucking yeah. clear as day. It's clear as day.
0: I know. I know, but I had
1: to call it. See, to me, that's All not right, a you call. you know what?
0: In our predictions segment, we'll put we'll put Professor and ODM.
1: Oh, okay. my <laughs> fucking turd that I dropped in the bowl before we started this. Could have figured that one out. No?
0: I'm going to say I highly doubt that.
1: <laughs> You're <laughs> probably right.
0: So, uh, Soraya and Tony Storm, full blown heels, and they went back to the mid 90s, man. They got the straight up putting the L on their forehead, uh, letting everybody know that they're losers. They're spray painting L's on other women and keep doing the L for losers. I was like, oh, shit, okay. That's where we are.
1: That was terrible. That whole segment All with the.
0: Though, I can't say I don't like a heel Soraya. Have you ever really seen her as a heel? A good heel? Where she's allowed to be like this? The The image that you keep seeing is someone in the crowd saying something to her. And she has like spray paint. Uh, spray.
1: Paint can can of can. Spray
0: paint. Yeah. yeah, I got it. Go fuck yourself. In his hand, in her hand. Flipping off whoever in the crowd. Being like, ha, go fuck yourself. I'm like, okay, alright. I kinda can dig this. Both of them being, you know, a couple of Brits. I don't All know. Right. I, I could see a little bit of a heel. Tony Tony's Storm's from New team. Zealand. Oh, she is. That's right.
1: So, oh, yeah. <laughs> Ain't that some shit?
0: Okay, a couple of foreigns. <clears throat> All right, man. Uh, and let's talk about tonight. Tonight, AEW Dynamite. You know what I'm excited about? I haven't seen Ricky Starks and Action Jackson or whatever his name is do anything against Jericho Appreciation So No, I have. That's right, for the last three or four weeks. And that's what we're getting again tonight, except it's just, like, Garcia and uh, Guevara. Meh. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's regurgitated bullshit that they're doing on Dynamite.
1: Aren't they supposed to be doing the the Garcia-Guevara gauntlet? That's what this is tonight. That's Ah, my point. okay, yeah. I've seen this before.
0: It's all going to lead to Starks and Jericho at Revolution. Yeah. Just do something different. That's I'm saying. <sighs> uh, Danielson is taking on Roosh, you know, and he's doing it for the money or the dinero, but you know he'll he'll win because it's the last match he's got to conquer, and then if he does, he faces MJF, and MJF himself is taking on Kaneske. To- Man, you almost had it. I almost did, and then I I actually second-guessed myself and got scared, and that's why I lost it. Um, They're having a match tonight, but also the Elite are defending their trios championship against Top Flight and AR Fox.
1: Because that fucking makes sense.
0: (laughs) Uh, Let's cut to bring it to the table. You like that? Just bring it, bitch! Oh my gosh, god!
1: Cut that! Mustache. Dude can't
0: take an obvious uh, segue. Cut ting, as opposed to also the word blading. Jesus Christ, man! Oh,
1: yeah, top notch. <laughs>
0: All right, Wheezy Joe, go ahead. Let's talk. Go ahead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do like Wheezy Joe. I can get down with that. Okay, so one thing that you purposely left out, uh, and I appreciate that so we can talk about it here, You're is this dumb fucking plumber-looking motherfucker only knows how to garbage wrestle with fucking bank-addicted drug robbers, fucking sits in the corner and his fat fucking ass, and pulls a blade out on national TV and just fucking rubs it right against his forehead. Thankfully, the camera cut away in time, so you just didn't see the whole thing. But this mother, <laughs> this motherfucker, is just rolls into the ring, sits down in the corner, pulls out a razor blade, cuts his forehead. What the right fuck is wrong with you?
0: Blade. It's it, it's like uh, in it's the like movie the a Wrestler. He shows you he's putting the the yeah. The blade taped up in his mouth and his cheek. like It was like textbook, all of it. Here is my issue. I said to you, not production. Everybody's like, fuck production for showing this. No, 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 no. Fuck Boxley for going into the middle of the ring in the corner and going, I'm going to cut myself. No one's going to see this. I watched him do it uh, 16 rows back. At Revolution in uh February or March of last year, I watched him straight up do the blade, and I was like, oh, come on, dude. It's he does it way too clear as day is in every match he bleeds. But uh-huh. for you to do it that way, it was horrible. Terrible. Um oh my gosh. I couldn't even deal with it. It bothered me. As soon as I saw it, I was like, oh my god, this is horrible. I just someone's gotta call it out.
1: I okay, mic. so so weekly cornet reference. Uh, new episode dropped today. I
0: didn't get a chance to hear it. What was his? It, no, no, no.
1: On... It, it the episode just dropped today. Oh, okay. so I, I I didn't get a chance to listen to it yet. Uh, I'll probably pop it on uh, when we're done here. I'm. He's gonna he's gonna do one of two things. He's gonna go fucking off the deep end, or he's just gonna be like, "Are you fucking surprised? I've been calling him a piece of trash for fucking years now." You know what I mean? He could go yep. one way or the other.
0: Oh, it's so funny when I have so many people in my life. Not even, I'm not even talking Cornette. I'm talking about a lot of people who are like fuck Moxley, fuck Moxley. People I actually know, and I'm like, see, ah, like I kind of want to give him a shot, you know, Marty. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, he's been right. He's pretty goddamn right. And he goes, all yeah. he is is a shoulder shrug and a lot of talk. I'm like, yeah, Wip.
1: and listen, man, that's great. Maybe he can be a fucking good manager that can take a bump or get involved. Uh, I've never been a big fan of his wrestling, you know. Uh, nah. there's, there's not really much to it, you know. If he wants to fucking reenact the fucking uh, exploding ring match with uh, somebody competent like you know Terry Funk and McFoley or Cactus Jack, that's fine, you know. That's good for a one-off. But you're probably he's probably better off just fucking smashing people over the head with glass uh, light tubes in GCW.
0: Oh man, you just reminded me of it. And I I actually think I had it out of my head for quite some time. I hadn't really thought about the. Non explosion exploding barbed oh, yeah.
1: wire. So bad that Kingston had to come running out and cover him. It was like poof. And then he goes,
0: My anxiety got me so bad that I passed out. Oh my God, stop, stop talking. Stop, stop. Which, which is funny because I was like, I kind of half defended it because I was like, Let me, I'll lean in, I'll give you what you can. It was out of your defense, but I'm like, Kingston should have popped up and been like, Whew, that was a close one. Play it off better than my anxiety got to me. I thought I was in Sing Sing. I passed out. What? <laughs> it was Sing Sing. I remember the whole thing. Um, so about, about a couple of months ago, we talked about your best video games in WWE or mm-hmm. wrestling history. And I told you I was extremely excited to find out that not only was the game I loved on PlayStation 2 gone from me, But I found out that it was on GameCube. And we have a GameCube because we love our Mario Kart, the OG style. So I got WWE Crush Hour. And I am absolutely loving it. And I'm going to give you the exact uh, description I can of this. Okay, It is GoldenEye 007 meets Mario Kart. Oh, I remember this one. Yeah, okay. So it's, uh, you know, you have different things where you, you have to, there's four guys in an arena, and you have all these different weapons you can pick up and turbos and things like that, and you're shooting at other guys. But It's like a it's like a big arena, not like a race with Mario Kart. It's that golden eye part, right, where you're looking to kill other people. Twisted Metal. First one to ten. Okay, it's extremely twisted. Thank you very much. I forgot about Twisted Metal. Thank you. It's WWE's version of Twisted Metal. And oh my god, I got back into it, man. And it's a 2002 and three era cast. So you got the Hardys, you got Billy and Chuck, you got uh, Big Show, Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, Kevin Nash, Triple H, Chris Benoit. He's like, I'll choke you to sleep. Not really. Jesus Everybody Christ. has a catchphrase that they all say. Um, my favorite thing is I always liked using Kane. He's one of my favorite guys in the game, and he's like, "You can't destroy my big red monster." Talking about his car, but it's so fucking bad when you're playing the game and you're like,
1: <laughs> "I think I know what line oh, I'm using." I think I know what line I'm using tonight. Honey, send
0: the kids out for pizza. <laughs> Give them a fitty. <laughs> Yo, so before we head into it, I got to bring this up, man. The other day, I decided to put into a big media player set list. I wanted to put all of 1998 in order. Uh, it really only took me about 15, 20 minutes, and I felt happy that I did because it's just once you get going in a playlist order, you can watch everything. It's easier. Uh, getting ourselves set for the wars. Do you realize that for us to watch 1998 Raw? Nitro, and all their pay-per-views, it is 275 motherfucking hours. Sorry, bro. No, no, no. Well, (laughs) it is kind of your fault, but I like it, though. I get to see great things. Like, Goldberg maybe have one of his best matches ever. Or, Sonny whoring it up at the beginning of Raw. Party. You've got to come back with me. Where? Back to the future. Wait a minute, Doc. Well, what are you talking about? What happens to us in the future? Do we become assholes or something? Give me that hell, yeah! You want a war? You're gonna get me. Mick Foley is going to win their world title. Has been paid for by the New World Order. Come on, Vince. Step into the ring. My God, the battle lines have been drawn. Generation X invades WCW tonight. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Have a nice day. Again, you work for ya.
1: is wrong with you! <laughs> don't stand up over an started. air grate, please, for God's sake, don't do it. What Mr. Professor's going to gonna go have commando. a fucking hair... Mr. Professor's standing under you with a hair dryer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
0: be right back. Um, No, man, one of the weirdest openings, because it had nothing to do with Raw... It had nothing to do with Blassie. It just had to do with Sonny doing a really bad impression bad. of Marilyn Monroe. And fuck it. Hey, it's you know what? It's Whose birthday is it? Blassie? Fuck it let's do it today it could have been road dog it could have been fucking bruno San martino could have been eric bischoff they would have said it to anybody just happened to be freddie blasi and she's like they're like today could you do this we got this great i mean we only got this fan for about another 36 hours
1: there's a there's an episode of simpsons where crusty introduces an act and they're done and the look on his face he's got like a cigarette hanging out of his mouth and he's just like that might have to be the corner logo. Because <laughs> after that was the look on my face. I was like, huh? This was about as
0: I God. Oh my god. I don't even know. It was just very out of the ordinary random for an opener of Raw as it could ever be. Now look it. Nitro came following along midway through the show with Hey, we're sponsoring a car. Yippee! Yeah. Fine. Halfway through the show, if you want to have her do her shitty Marilyn Monroe looking like a shitty, cracked-out Madonna doing Marilyn Monroe version, fine. Opening Raw had nothing to do with anything. Uh, Especially, uh, especially, especially, do you know what this Sunday is? A pay-per-view. Yeah, well, I got nothing. Yeah, same here. Let's let's talk about it, man. We got Raw. We got Nitro. It is February 9th, 1998. Aside from the whorish welcomes,
1: <laughs> let's move on. Horry birthdays aside, uh, we got a quick video package on the Austin Michaels feud. Uh, Austin comes to the ring. He's carrying a sack. Uh, as you mentioned, In Your House No Way Out is this Sunday. He says, I don't want to wait that long. Bring your long-haired ass to the ring. Naturally, DX responds on the Tron. What I really liked about this is... Michaels calls Austin the Iceman, which if you don't know, Austin, when he was trying to rebrand himself from the Ringmaster, was watching a documentary about a mob hitman called the Iceman, and that's where that list of terrible names from WWE came, and that's how Stone Cold was born. Not not, uh, common knowledge at this time, so I thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, Sean says, you want a piece of me? You'll get it only when I say so. And he says, give me one good reason I should come out there. I'll knock the taste out of your mouth again. And he said, well, I got your belt, son. So why don't you come out and get it? And Sean's like, you don't have my fucking belt. My belt's right here. Pulls out a bag and it's a replica kids, but the foam belt that they sell. What? what, 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 what? Austin opens up the sack. He has the world title and, uh, and it's great. Okay. Austin-
0: I like it and I hate it. So why I like it. Awesome, the bait and switch. Use the kids' styrofoam replica championship. Love it, hate it. Michael's had his hand on the championship for about three seconds you before tell he me. pulled it out, <laughs> and I'm like, ah, uh, you didn't know. Secondly, he bladed upon his lap. Yeah, nothing was off. That like, oh goddamn, this
1: is light, man. Wow, it
0: was just. He was on some heavy duty painkillers,
1: the... so he probably couldn't feel anything. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Yo, I swear. It's because it's
0: true. I swear during this exact segment, though, I go, God, he looks high. He yeah. looks like he is just running. And I'm like, and you look over at China and, and Triple H just looking at him and stuff. I'm like, are they going to have to chime in to do things? And you're right. That's why he couldn't feel it. He was high
1: on painkillers. Yeah. There you go. Best part this about... isn't where I park my championship. <laughs> I think somebody stole his wallet. Uh, Austin, the best part is he throws... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Austin easily one of the most underrated lines in any movie, but really in Back to the Future. Do you still want? I think you stole his wallet, and that's all that guy has—the fucking snitch. <laughs> I,
1: I'd fucking take it. Uh, Austin throws the mic off to the ramp, and then when he gets out of the ring and walks up the ramp, he punts—he fucking just kicks the mic, and it goes flying to the back. It was just a small thing. I, I thought it was cool. Uh, next, if you didn't get enough of Sonny the first time, you get her again. This time she's not singing. And they apparently saw her fucking pre-tape because she gets on the mic and before she can say anything, LOD's music just hits. So they're like, well, you don't need to talk. You already showed your titties. You don't need to do nothing else. Um,
0: you did a smattering earlier. We're <laughs> the good. The smattering.
1: <laughs> uh, so we get LOD versus Jeff Jarrett and Barry Windham. Bradshaw runs and chases Wyndham and Jarrett to the back as a DQ. 1980s called. They want their match back. Yeah, right. Pretty much. Dude. Um,
0: wait, wait, wait. Not only were those guys all in the match, the Rock and Roll Express were at the ring side as yeah, well. Yeah, with Jim Cornette. <laughs> I swear to God, I was like, what year am I watching right now? I swear <laughs> to God, we were in 1998. And all of a sudden, I got Gibson and, and uh, whatever. Uh, Rock and Roll Express. I got Wyndham, JBL, yeah. or not, I'm sorry, JBL, Jeff Jarrett. I'm like, might as well be. Like, when you look at everybody, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. This didn't deserve to be on Raw. But why? Because here's the weirdest part. I'm only, like, look at all. all right, I, I like doing the uh, watch along. You know, like I said, we got 275 hours to watch of Raw Nitro so I will keep my open mind when I see things, but I can also know about what's to come. This leads to nothing. Yeah, It's a weird amount of time, and that's not the only thing on tonight's show that does the same thing, and I bet you know who I'm talking about. Go ahead. Uh, let's right. move on.
1: So let's move on. All right, so we go backstage. DX is still pissed off that Austin has the title, and China does her thing where she whispers to both of them, and Triple H is shoving the camera out of there, and Sean is just like, yeah, take care of it. Next, we get Pierre from the Quebecers versus Henry Godwin. The Quebecers have the slot bucket. Uh, They both interfered in each other's matches on Shotgun Saturdays. That's why they're fighting. Uh, Jacques uses the bucket. Then Phineas uses the bucket, so Henry gets the win. Hooray.
0: God, i got to be honest. I have a soft spot for...
1: Uh, Quebecers. Oh, so do I. So do I. But I mean, you know, you know what their role is at this point. I think they're, they're, it's pretty much the same role that they had back in the fucking 80s, but back in the 80s, it was it meant more than it does now. Now it's just fucking filler.
0: Well, they were the mid-90s. They were 94. You know? Okay, well, but then it, they were it, also
1: it, it, but they were also tag champs at that point, so...
0: No, that, but I mean, you have uh, the Rougeau brothers were in the 80s, so you had yes. uh, you know, Jacques and Raymond, but you know, PCO, PCO as we yep. know him now, you know, later on. But it's, I just have a soft spot for him. And when I see him come in, I'm like, you poor bastards. He stole his jacket. Like, I think yeah. he stole
1: Brett's jacket. <laughs>
0: it looks like he was <laughs> the pirate. <the> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Good for you.
1: <laughs> I uh, think you ha- stole the jacket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, this we're... is so much fun! All right, and uh, we go back to China. She approaches the barriquas, interrupts their card game, and she starts speaking Spanish. Sad thing was, I okay, understood first most of, of
0: all, it. didn't know that she could speak, let alone full blown Espanol. And she did a El Tremendo's job, bro. She it was. Yeah, she probably just knew how to speak fluent. Spanish. She yeah. about as fluent as you are with Japanese wrestlers' names.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, I didn't, yeah. I didn't know they spoke Spanish in China. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm so confused. I don't even know what continent we're on right now.
1: Oh, that was terrible. All right, uh, next you get Brian No, but for
0: real, hang on. Let's get back to this segment. <laughs> She's literally running around. It, it, not running around, I'm sorry. She's She has all the barriquas there, and Savio's like straight up in her face, you know, having the conversation. And it's, you know, bibliotecas, De Niro. <laughs> Biblioteca. Steve, L. Steve Austin, <laughs> WWF Championship. In El Bago, look at I'm giving as best as I can off of everything she has. However, it was it was one of those moments where I was like, okay, chalk this up on shit. I never knew that happened. Right. This one of the absolute reasons that we are putting in the 275 hours of 1998 is because we get moments like this. Never knew that. Look at I'm gonna we're gonna forget this conversation probably happened in a week or two, but in like late ninety-eight, maybe August, September, October, something like that, there's a part where DX has a split and then finally China starts talking and the DX split was everybody showing their asses. Oh (laughs) right. And they're like, Whoa, she talks? Oh my god, she talks? To me, I thought that was one of the very first times she ever talked. The fact that she just like made a deal in another language, I was like, oh, this just brought her to a completely different level. Especially with the Latino. He oh my god. Oh. Oh. All right, let's move on. All
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> Brian Christopher and Pantera versus Takamak, Michinoku, and Aguila. Um yeah, it's uh it's a screwy finish that involved brass knuckles and Pantera and uh Brian Christopher Wynn. It's funny that half this tag yeah. team is half this match is animals. Pantera and Aguilar. Panther and Eagle. Another Spanish <laughs> lesson for you. I thought I'd keep it going. Ger. Kane and Bearer in the ring. It's a promo on Vader. And Vader says, and uh Bearer says You know what time it is, Vader? And he has actually a Vader clock. And he lights it on fire. And they remind you that Taker's still gone and he's not going to show up.
0: I didn't know what he was holding. Um, It was hard to see with the red light. So, okay, you're right. It was really hard to tell what it was. And I accidentally went too far. Look at... um, Peacock could be a little touchy. Once you're there and you've gone past your advertisement shit, you're like, fuck it, this is where I'm at, pal. This is where I'm watching. It looked like he was holding a knitted thing that you're like a 90-year-old lady, like the little circled knitted thing that had like the wood circle frame with the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: A little cross-stitch thing.
0: That's exactly what it looked like. Kane was holding. I, what the fuck is he holding? So I'm glad you actually told me because it went too far. Um, either way, they make Kane look like. Aaron, I'm sorry. Well, back it up. They make Vader look like a total bitch between now and his way out. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna give you a little bit of a spoiler. I don't care. Do you remember what he says? At the end of Over the Edge 98? No. I remember being at a cousin's house, and we all busted out laughing. After he loses again to Kane, like April, May, whatever, he goes, I'm nothing but a piece of shit. I'm just a fat piece of shit. And that's it. I'm pretty sure it's the last time I saw Vader in WWE television. Maybe anywhere. Um, Just... Terrible. Terrible. And now they're do- just watching it happen. I'm like they're just making him them- goddamn poor Leon. They're poor making Leon. poor Leon cry. Well, I mean, at
1: least he gets to meet the Bellas.
0: <laughs> 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 My mind didn't go there. How did it not? Oh. So right. excited for his Hall of Fame speech. <laughs>
1: We're in the war zone. We get Shamrock and Chains uh, accompanied by DOA and Ahmed versus The Rock and Farouk with The Nation. Uh, We get The Rocky Sucks Chance Rockets on the mic, and he says, The world wants to know what The Rock thinks about human genetic cloning, only if it's done very selectively. And I think this is the first time he does the eyebrow raise. It's the first time that I've noticed it. Uh, He says, Ed, there's nobody in the crowd worthy of cloning. The only person that should be cloned is me. Uh, Shamrock has the ankle lock on at the end. rest not looking. Rock hits him in the face with a chair. Nation wins. And Shamrock is so enraged that he belly to bellies his own tag team partner, and he has to be subdued by the DOA and Ahmed. So we're getting even closer to batshit crazy Shamrock, which is my favorite Shamrock, to be quite honest with you. He should maybe check in with Ahmed about that Prozac. <laughs>
0: Hey, man, you got a subscription or a
1: <laughs> Same thing, same thing, same thing. That Next. shows
0: how much of the drugs I have done.
1: The <laughs> drugs. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> Next, we get a recap of the uh, WrestleMania press conference with Vince and Austin, DX, and Tyson. Here's the best thing, and I don't know if you caught this. I stopped it, rewound it, paused it several times. They show Austin coming to the podium. I'm pretty fucking sure Shad Khan was there.
0: Are you shitting me?
1: I'm pretty fucking sure. And with a young kid, that might have been a fucking young Tony.
0: Wait, wait, Sean Khan?
1: Shad, Shad Khan, Tony Khan's oh. father.
0: <laughs> when you said Sean, I thought you said Sean Cod. Chaka Khan. No, I think Tangreen Show. No, I, I was like
1: Tangerine oh, Show. That's a... <laughs> Undercut I thought he pizza. Meant
0: Sean Connery.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Another she, idea, Sean Con, Trebek. Sean Connery. Yeah, Like your mother likes it, Trebek.
0: There was a delay in our weird Zoom or whatever you want to call it, the uh, Google Duo. I thought you said Sean Connery, so I got you. Was he there? I don't know if it was him or
1: not. Looks not like Sean him.
0: Connery. I meant Sean yeah. Con. <laughs>
1: I don't know if it was him. I don't even know how I'd fucking find that out. Like I said, it might have been Young Tony Did. right next to him. I mean, he was fucking millionaire, so I mean, he might have been there. Who the fuck knows? Anyway, getting on with it. Tyson's a nice. I will the say, I
0: I like the. Oh, I was. I'll take the the reins on this one because I got to be honest with you. I'm a big fan of the. Build up angle, there's gonna be a great promo, so I'll move through this, but I gotta say, the press conference was done very well. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sean is talking so much shit about mm-hmm. Mike Tyson.
1: More than Austin is.
0: Yep. Which is good because you're like, all right, well, you know what Austin will do? He's like, I'll have him, I'll have him one on one any day you want me to. Son. we know how everything happens lays out who mm. he's going to side with for a minute and move on but mm-hmm. the the conference was done really well it was and listening to Tyson talk i've always admired mike tyson's actual love for wrestling he's like mm-hmm. sam martino and I'm like, okay, you could say whatever. Like, you could say the big name from when you were younger. And he's like... Valiant Brothers. Valiant. And I'm like, oh, motherfucker, knows his yeah. wrestling. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I, and that's how I remember him back then. I was like, yo, he really knows his shit. And mm-hmm. has always appreciated the business. He did a great job. He stood in between Austin and Michaels. Um, last week... There was a point where at the end of Raw, Michaels shoved the championship right in Austin's face and grabbed him by the chin, saying this is as close as you're ever going to get. Again, one of my favorite promos of all time will come up. I promise we'll see it. It'll happen. I'll call it out. But. Austin grabs Michael's chin during the middle of this promo. Kind of like a, a little uh, receipt. Grabs him by the chin and throws him back. But this time, Tyson's in the middle, throwing him apart. This was really, really, really well done. Mm-hmm. I got to be honest. You do this with any other... Like, all right, we've seen Logan, Paul, and Roman at like whatever crown jewel shit they did. Meh. This right here was so close to hatred, legitimate, like, and and crossing over. Michaels is like, you guys think that what I do is is bullshit? Get me in the ring with Tyson. I'll knock him out first. Austin, put me with gloves. I'll knock his ass out.
1: Yeah.
0: It was a big crossover, man. I remember it, love it, so excited.
1: Absolutely. So, don't you ever breeze by that conference again? I wasn't. I was about to get into my notes, and then you cut me off. Can I get to my notes now? <laughs> oh, you got something to say? Yeah, I did. something to say. <laughs> oh, you look like you're about to move on. My no. bad. <laughs> uh, my favorite part of this was Tyson. Uh, Should we Tyson... Even,
0: like, drop everything I just said? Let's yeah, no, no, I mean, no. I, you,
1: you said it a lot better than I would have. Uh, My favorite part was uh, Tyson says something to, to Austin. He says, you, you, you know, you, you're just an uncouth empathy. You need to be nice to people. Try loving somebody. <laughs> yo, in
0: that exact moment, <laughs> did you see Triple H put his head down? And he started smiling and put his head down and busted out laughing. Yo, you need to love somebody. I also loved when he was like, didn't you just the the bite somebody's of ear off? I, I, dude. <laughs> I, lo- <laughs> hey, yo, All right. One is about boxing two is about wrestling first about the wrestling part he mentions like Bruno San Martino he was just a quiet guy but he was a fighter that's what he did he goes a valley brother they they were uh, they were uh Flamboyant. outspoken they were ostentatious ostentatious like, oh there's those big words I love when he dropped those but then when he did start talking about boxing he goes look at boxing is going to survive without me and I'm going to survive without boxing. I was like, that's a big statement. I like how he said it. I don't
1: think boxing really did survive without him, but (laughs) it did for a little bit, but...
0: It it was all right, but at the same point, where was the bad boy of boxing? You know what I mean? Like, he was... He was, goddamn! I still one of my favorite fighters. 100
1: percent, hundred percent. You ever get Mark watch-
0: out when I saw him in Hangover opening weekend? Didn't oh, know yeah. he was going to be in the movie. I threw my arms up probably faster than anybody else. Uh, but him in wrestling, man, he had a great moment with Jericho. He had a great moment, um, like a, a couple other spots with WWE. But this entire road to WrestleMania fourteen. I remember every time when I think of Austin's first title Tyson. Oh I mean, yeah. It's a big it's a giant part of it and I think it's WWE made a very smart move putting the title on Austin at the time where Tyson was going to be a part of the match everything like smart move very smart move.
1: Yeah. 100%. Wrestling Spoiler. is a <laughs> <laughs> uh, we see the was backstage with China looking for Austin again. And then we get Steve Blackman versus Recon. Blackman does his best Glacier slash Pitch Black intro. Uh, Jackal, in the middle of this fucking match, you, <laughs> you hear Jackal, a.k.a. Don Callis, on a podium, being lowered from the ceiling, cutting a promo on the crowd. He cuts a fucking promo the entire Fucking match this fake-ass raven. Apparently, Don Callis has always been insufferable. He just won't shut the fuck up. Blackman wins. Who cares? This
0: is the part two of what I said. Things that I'm like, well, I don't remember where this goes because it definitely went nowhere hey, for me. It goes me.
1: nowhere. That's where it goes.
0: Jackal becomes Jack All. To the history of WWE, because I swear I don't remember him lasting much. I really feel like all of a sudden, all those people that were in the Truth Commission are about to be in the oddities, mm-hmm. and you throw I, that's and now he's the manager of Kenny Omega.
1: Fucking hilarious! You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. There you go. Uh, we the new Thanks, age- Canada. Yeah, <laughs> you bunch of jagoffs country i'm not allowed in (laughs) yeah that is true i forgot about that uh (laughs) fuck yourself (laughs) maybe that's why that boy didn't want to hang out with you anymore you couldn't bring him to canada anymore um they got the best donuts there (laughs) new age outlaws cut a promo from the top of the ramp they're mocking the height of the stage oh so much fun let's do it again they wheel out a dumpster. Uh, They call it the Cactus Jack Condominium. It's Model 69. And let's recap the saga of Flight 666. They push the dumpster off the stage. um, uh, And there's blow-up dolls dressed like Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie. And they do CPR on them. So, there's that. (laughs) Do you really want to talk about that? Cheap heat, but
0: also really awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah, cheap heat. However,
0: it would have been great, even more so, if we didn't see... Cactus and Terry Funk for a week
1: or two. You yeah. I mean, like, this is big. Yeah. Well, so much for that. Give me a second here. We'll get to it. Uh, next, you see China and was in the back again. Uh, they split up. Uh, Bariquas was go through a door more towards the back of the arena. And once they go through there, Austin changed the doors behind him. And uh, China flips that fucking table. Crickets. Next,
0: I I, I was, I was, there's not, yeah, there's not much to say about
1: it. There's not much to say. Uh, Next, you get Marilyn. Should I
0: have added a spot right there of a broken table? (laughs) I mean, you could. I won't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I figured. Marilyn, because, you know, it was so good last week. They had to do it again. Marilyn with Luna, Marrow and Sable versus Thrasher. Um, Yeah. Thrasher gets a roll up while Luna and Sable are arguing uh, Luna confronts Sable, and she slaps her, and Sable's music plays as she walks to the back. There you go.
0: Goldust looking like every chick that ODM used to bring home back in his early days of college.
1: Just a couple. Mm-hmm. There was one that was that tall, believe it or not. Actually, you know what? A couple of them were really tall. Never mind. Fuck! Did D- they all look <laughs> like Marilyn Manson the way that... that no, not definitely
0: He She did? No, definitely not. Did they identify as women?
1: <laughs> well, they were anatomically correct, so I mean, there's a start at least. DX is backstage; they're making their way to the ring. Yeah, we're gonna blow right past that. He said he's not <laughs> waiting Sunday to get <laughs> his title back. I want
0: to keep going. I, you have no idea. I have so many questions. All right, let's go. Uh, DX. Yeah. Uh,
1: all right, get your ass out here. Austin comes to the ring with the title. DX powders the outlaws. Come out, Austin. Surrounded. You hear a chainsaw. Chana gra- grabs the title in the midst of all the confusion. Owen comes in, Cactus, Chainsaw are in the ring, and it's your show off or your go home show. So, if you don't know, the
0: match is supposed to be in your main event. Austin, Owen Hart, and the, well, the tag team of. Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie taking on DX and the New Age Outlaws.
1: Baton switch. Yeah, I was gonna say. Wonder if it's a good match.
0: All right, let's get on to Nitro because, to be honest with you, for the first time in a very long time, I can say Nitro had me more compelled. Yeah, as well as it's a memorable episode. Let's get into it.
1: All right. As usual, we get a recap of last week's main event to start off the show, and Hogan and Bischoff coming to the ring. Uh, Bischoff says a whole lot of nothing. We get we want Sting chance. The best part is Bischoff turns it over to Hogan, and he goes, "You know what, mean Bischoff? He almost he almost said mean Gene. <laughs> it was great. I he caught, caught himself. It. I caught it. It's he so caught good. himself. But man, uh, you know what?" I- Mean Bischoff. <laughs> NWO is going to find Macho and Hogan's going to give him the wrestling lesson of his life. That's fucking rich. And then Macho is in the crowd. He says, Hey, I'm number one and I don't care who number two is. And I accept your chance, your challenge. Brother, 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 brother. Did. And you know what? If you think we ever
0: just say those words on this show, no, no, no. He's doing it. I accept your challenge, brother, brother, brother. He did he did the multiple brothers and yo it got me all jacked up i'm like the crowd is pro randy yep versus hogan heading into this match <laughs> i was excited
1: to see this one yeah no i was yeah i mean how can you not behind be behind macho you know
0: always what's weird well we'll get there never mind
1: You'll know what I mean. We'll get there. I've got notes on it. Nose of Bisco on commentary. They call that out. Uh, we get a quick re... <coughs> I see the brother, brother, brother. fucked me up here. <coughs> uh, shut up, dog. We get a recap of the Mongo <laughs> Bulldog. <dude. laughs> yeah, maybe I should lower my mic. All right. <laughs> Turn my headphones up. Glacier versus Mongo. Mongo wins. Mortis runs in. Mongo fights back. It's a tombstone. Spicoli comes in. He takes Zabisco's uh, spot on commentary. He's like, I want to know where Zabisco is. I saw him in the hotel earlier. I brought his bags to the arena. I just want to know. Spicoli dies six days from now. I don't know if you knew that or not. Can I be honest with you? The most entertaining Spicoli stuff is on
0: this entire episode of Nitro. Pretty much. Him with the commentary, him, (coughs) the acting, the moments, everything it is. It was the peak of his career. The best of it and fuck,
1: yeah. I think I said it. I think I said it the first time he showed up. Uh, when you're so much of a reprobate that ECW kicks you out, you know something's fucking. You know something's up.
0: Okay, Zabisco.
1: Yeah. Oh, hey, New World odor.
0: Well, he brings it up. We'll we'll talk about it. Go ahead.
1: Norman Smiley versus Conan. Good to see Norman Smiley. Conan wins. Uh, as you made Norman Smiley
0: rip- likes to take those really hard bumps that look really bad, but they're not. You know, very Norman Smiley type move. Sorry, he's not, gotcha.
1: fu- he's not doing the He's uh, not doing the taunt yet. <laughs> you know I was I'm just talking. referencing uh, Simon Gotch. Yeah, no, I gotcha.
0: And where Enzo knocked himself out.
1: <laughs> Don't Did follow. Okay, keep it rolling. Like you mentioned earlier, Mike tenace with Brad Dillon of GM Motorsports because GM is partnered with a WCW for a race car. We see the race Brilliant. car. It's purple. Neil Patrick. Neil Patrick. I don't know who the fuck Neil Patrick Neil is. Neil Patrick his, Harris was uh, on he, Nitro? He was, and his dad, Nick Patrick, was actually in the ring as a referee. And J.J. Dillon comes and says, hey, you're still suspended and you're not scheduled to be ref. And Patrick says, I'm falsely under suspicion and – uh yeah, security escorts him out. So interesting to see where this goes. uh Actually, I'm not
0: glad we're redigging the jagged referee storyline back up. I was going to say we already put this to re- to end, and he was done with NWO. I mean, he really turned on him, right? I mean, yeah. how much more could he really do? And they're like, "No, we don't trust you again."
1: Next thing you know, we're gonna have Randy Anderson's family out there again. God,
0: it's just the like <laughs> last marriage.
1: Next, you get Eugene Nagata versus Disco Touch Hole. Disco wins. LaParca Parca attacks Disco with the chair afterwards. At least something good came out of it. Uh, you get Tane out on the ramp. A quick interview with Luger before we hit Hour 2. We start off Hour 2 with Eddie Guerrero and Chris Jericho versus Dean Malenko and Chavo Guerrero. Jericho wins with the line Tamer. Get a video package on recent Steiner issues. And next, we get El Dandy versus Hooventud Guerrero. Hoovy wins. Uh, Jericho runs in and attacks Hoovy, but Hoovy fights him off. Jericho cuts a quick promo. He says, "You know," and uh, Hoovy starts responding in Spanish. He says, "Hey, I can speak ten languages, and I'll translate." He goes, "He wants a shot at the title. You're a one-hit wonder, same as Dexy's Midnight Runners. You got to give him that one. That was that was a pretty good line."
0: Come Come on, Eileen, I fucking hate that
1: fucking song. (laughs) You mean everything. (laughs) Jericho See, calls himself. There was bot-
0: a girl that we used to hang out with at O'Brien's, like Tavern. we or you. Yo, that's definitely not you. we. Yeah, that's you. myself, myself, <laughs> Marty. She was a a musician. She played the guitar. She played the bass. Her name was Eileen. She used to bartend at that place, and we used to... oh come on, Eileen, or hey, let's come on, Eileen. No, oh, all right, let's. let's you move on, botched let's go. that
1: so bad, Burrow. That was like Jericho. Or uh, Goldberg. Oh,
0: that's actually, no, I'm telling you, that's actually exactly what I
1: meant. Oh, no, I know. I know. I I know. I got you. Oh, Jesus Christ. Where did we? Oh, okay. I think he stole his jacket. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm giving this one to you. We get a Goldberg hike package. And then we get Steven Regal versus Bill Goldberg. Take it away.
0: This could possibly be Regal's last match. Now, I'm uh, not sure is. of it I'm because sure we're it working. Oh, well, it's sure going to be. It is. Because he has a match with William Goldberg, better known as Goldberg. And he has a match where he decides to expose the wrestling talents Yep, there was quotes that you may not have seen, but you could probably tell by the sound, where William Goldberg's tailwinds were called into question as Regal was like, let's have a wrestling match. Oh, they and wrestling. Goldberg couldn't do anything other than a one-man squash and everything he's been doing, the three moves each week. And because Mr. Regal exposed his wrestling
1: talwinds.
0: He is pretty much like go. Do you know what this gives us? He's a man. A real man's man. He's the real man's man, William Regal. And that gets me into different questions and topics of conversation that I can't even dive into, banger bros. But I will say that right here, I kind of like watching it. Good for you, Regal. It made me happy. Even Bro. the quick little kick down at the leg, Regal or uh, Goldberg like, "Oh my god, I don't know how to react to someone hit my leg." Ah, uh, I'm gonna grab my shoulder. Palm he strikes. was fucking horrible.
1: Palm <laughs> strikes every time Goldberg tried to do something, Regal legitimately reversed it.
0: It was fun to watch. It really yeah. was. But shit, if you're gonna go out, that's the way to go out. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he was already on the outs at this point. This fucking just sealed the deal. Uh, historic, lots of shoot interviews out there about it. Uh, hearing Regal talk about it, it is nice because he looks back at it with, you know, more mature eyes and, you know, a better understanding of where he was at that point. You know, he's grown. Should Goldberg, have made him tap yeah, out. Yeah, yeah and, Goldberg's like, so, and Goldberg's still like, fuck <laughs> this dude. So
0: I Hey, first of all, I'm not your bro.
1: Okay, bro. <laughs> all right, bro. <laughs>
0: Yo, just speaking of, do you see Riddle has a goddamn grill? He's griddle now.
1: Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, whatever yeah, we're works for call him. Griddle. Griddle. I want him a griddle. Damn, I'm hungry. Hold up! I gotta make oh, a call great. real quick.
0: All right, let's hurry up. Come on, Nitro. So, <laughs> Spicoli
1: Spico- Spicoli comes to the ring with Zabisco's luggage, and he faces Chris Adams. Uh, Spicoli's DQ'd for using the Halliburton. Zabisco runs down and chases Spicoli off. Uh, Zabisco is dressed like he was just came from the set of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, um,
0: <laughs> showering curtains and all.
1: Yep, uh, and Zabisco can't speak Spanish, so there so, you
0: go. The reason you're saying that, he is bitching at the camera and he's yelling. He's like, you all, you, you guys made my, my my air flight go from one place to another and I had to drive all the way here. And I went, you had me in a little Tulsa yeah. and I can't speak Spanish. And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then he keeps going and, and let alone at the end, he goes, and you got Spicoli because... He's the only one that's dumb enough to even join your group, and then it bothered me knowing about yeah six days from now. But the whole yeah you put me in the middle of Tulsa. Yeah, I can't speak Spanish. yo know, you sounded like Dutch Mantell during his "We the People." Oh boy. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was fun to watch, but bad to uh, really take in.
1: Mm. Well, next we Hashtag get a book of twenty twenty three. All right. Huh. <laughs> Next we get a Booker T yeah, Dutch Mantel and, yeah, All right, Booker T height package and then you get Ultimate Dragon versus Saturn. It. Saturn wins. We go into hour three, we get a recap of Benoit versus DDP from Thunder. They had like a two-hour stare down before they did the started the match. Then they had a fuck another hour stare down halfway through the match, and then the flock just interferes. So that's a perfect segue to our next match, which is Booker T versus Raven for the TV title. Raven cuts his promo. The flock flocks before the bell, and the match is thrown out. So,
0: I'm not going to lie, at this point right now, I am all eyes on paying attention. I could look it up, I could, but now I'm really paying attention. Was it Thunder? Was it Nitro? When I see this dude sitting in a corner, I'm like, when is it where the fucking fan comes in and pulls him from the outside (coughs) to the bottom rope? Uh, hmm. Raven is who I'm speaking of. It yeah. happens at one point. So I was really paying attention to this promo. I was like, is it going to happen here? I do like the push of Booker T right here. By the way, I'm going to give him a little bit of credit. I'm sure you've read it, but I'm going to give him his dues. People are like, oh, Booker T jobbed out to Gunther. Oh. I would rather go- job out to Gunther every day than Gunther job out to me. Well, there. thank you. At least of all the things you've ever said, I will at least give you right there that you're absolutely right. You know what? Yep. Were you there for nostalgic in town purposes? Yes. Mm-hmm. Could you have done a little bit more? Yes. Maybe. Were Definitely you needed good. there? No. Nope. But did you do the purpose of Gunther throwing out a legend? I'm okay with that.
1: Hell yeah. Uh, dude, that so. g- Listen, Gunther didn't win, but he won. Sometimes when you lose, you actually win. <laughs> and fucking, and Gunther one man, because they teed him up, and dude, he he was the man during that rumble.
0: Did I bring up, I'm not sure if I did, last week, uh, a picture of Gunther, but then Santino. And it's like, Gunther, this is how I last in bed, but really how I last, and it's Santino with his one second wrestle WrestleMania. I wasn't ready!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ.
0: You each time with Mrs. Uh, ODM tonight. All right. Pretty much. Uh, let's get on to the rest of it.
1: Yeah. Macho NWO video package before we get Hogan versus Macho. Uh, Liz uh, grabs the chair from Hogan as he's about to use it, and Macho ends up using the chair on Hogan. There's no DQ. Uh, NWO runs in after the elbow drop and pulls the ref out, and they beat down Macho. That's it. So another, basically another no contest.
0: <sighs> it is, but it bothers me because...
1: Don't do the match if you're not going to have I wanted to finish.
0: see... I wanted to see Savage and Sting rather than Hogan and Sting, but what we're going to get still is Hogan versus Sting at Slamboree.
1: Yeah. Boo. So right after that happens, the next segment is Luger going into the (laughs) ring, apparently waiting for Macho Man, who just got the shit kicked out of him by the NWO. Liz comes to the ring and Luger says, Hey, this is not the time. The pills are at the apartment. (laughs) (laughs)
0: the upper drawer (laughs) yo as soon as I watch them start interacting I go oh this is when they start (laughs) fucking it's terrible it's terrible no but we really was like go get your man where is he yada 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 and then savage comes flying out of the crowd Yep, like he didn't have a match
1: yeah like he didn't just get the shit kicked out of him
0: yeah and just Went right after Luger, but oh my god,
1: he just oh he just it ruined all that. It for me. only gets worse from well, here. Nah,
0: he ruined it for her
1: because not, because not only is that make no sense, that Macho <laughs> just got the shit kicked out of him, and now he's back to beat the shit out of Luger. Sting comes in, starts attacking Macho. Hogan, the NWO, come out to watch the beatdown, and then out of fucking nowhere, a big fucking net falls from the ceiling on top of Macho, Luger, and Sting, and the NWO just why beats not. Him down. <laughs> Because wrestling. Main event, the Outsiders versus the Einsteiners for the tag titles. Nash gives a shout out to Six Pack. Thought that was cool. Uh, again. Which Scott, is funny because he's done. It's. I mean, yeah. I mean, what? It's seven weeks. At this point, it's seven weeks to WrestleMania. So what? Uh, seven weeks.
0: So my point is that his contract is probably close to done. He's still on injury because he's saying we'll see you soon. Right. So he's probably getting let go very soon. Yep. There wasn't the ninety day clause that you see no. nowadays. Like you can't Especially appear not in WCW <laughs> Oh my god! They were any either one of them, man. Like it was a day by day thing. That's why the radicals showed up in ninety nine, two thousand,
1: just sitting in front row. Like the hey day. everyone, yeah, <laughs> hey guys, remember me? I just won the WCW <laughs> title. Uh yeah so uh it's sca- gonna kill no. my wife. <laughs> Anybody got a bible on hand? Uh so Scott this is another <laughs> I'm the fuck up one. I'm the fuck up one. Yeah, Yo, you're about
0: as crooked as Die-Jack's fucking finger.
1: Bam bam, bam 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 something. Uh Scott's in the whole match again.
0: <laughs> uh, you know what? You should probably just take off for the rest of this one. Take off, You know off, yeah. what what uh, what happens is look at Scott over the last couple of weeks has been trying to hog the spotlight of the Steeners, and this time, Rick is able to jump in, get a good bulldog off the top rope, interrupting it, and getting the pin, and Scott is pissed, because he's not the one who actually did the win, but the Steeners are now your new tag team champions, with Ted Ted DiBiase in the ring as well, takes Scott a solid Minute to go. Okay, fine. I, I got bigger muscles and a smaller dick. But you're right. aren't right, you wear the headgear. Are right, we? Won, we won the tag team championship. Let's move on. Let's do it.
1: Did that's it? how we. That's how we end. Did yeah. you notice the one thing though? Many things. There was four titles. They each were carrying two, so they apparently had the prop ones that the outsiders had, as well as the original. They were they were each holding two titles at the end of that. I kinda wonder if it's because
0: what goes back several months with them ones the Right, real but the outsiders won, fans. so why would
1: they have the fake ones? Why wouldn't they just have the real ones?
0: Yeah, well, you know.
1: Because wrestling.
0: wrestling. All right, right on. Let's go to the movie of the week.
1: Professor, you may not believe this, but I actually watched this movie. And? And, for those of you who haven't watched it, the movie is called Walking Tall, with The Rock in it. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, this is probably his first big Hollywood movie. Big movie. Wide publication. I don't think he did a really... Uh, this. Actually, this might have been after Scorpion King. Yeah, this was probably... I was going to say either no, Scorpion it wasn't. King money, no.
0: and then he did the rundown with...
1: Uh, Stifler. Stifler. Yeah. Uh, no, but I think... No, because didn't in Scorpion King he had the tattoo. He didn't have the tattoo in Walking Tall. The oh, that's tattoo. That's,
0: that's, that's uh, body CGI. pain. CGI?
1: Okay. All right. Yeah, Wait, no, because
0: he definitely had it during it. So uh-huh. I remember it. But I will say that he did this movie... Later, but I think, man, now I'd have to double check. But I think this yeah. may be a part of a WWE film.
1: Mm. It actually could be. I don't remember seeing that in the in the in the uh, credits. But uh, so anyway, it's a, so. Let me just give you a little bit of synopsis about what the movie's about. Uh, I'm home from the military. Oh, man, the town sure is different. The mill closed. That sheriff is crooked. That guy's still a douche. Oh, Andy owns the casino, and they're selling drugs in the casino, and uh, they almost killed me, and they left me for dead. Their drugs almost killed my nephew. I got revenge. I was tried and acquitted. I'm sheriff now. I'm cleaning the town up. Bad guys take revenge. Good guys win. The mills open again. Roll credits.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to lie.
1: That's the whole fucking, fucking movie. They don't there's good. no character development. There's there's a sex scene. They got one of those in there. <laughs> because when the bad I guys like are that. trying to kill me and my family, what's the best thing to do? Have sex in the sheriff's office. <laughs>
0: While the prisoner is still <laughs> in the other fucking room, but if you put the the blinds down, never happened. Even better though is that his buddy, who apparently used to be about sex, drugs, rock and roll, then became just about to the drugs, drugs, and then did uh, some time for some B and E. Yeah, that's Johnny Knoxville. His buddy,
1: Johnny Knoxville, has Go the ahead. best line of the movie. Which one? Yeah, casinos are all the same. Room full of fake boobs and real assholes.
0: (laughs) My favorite part with him for some reason... Well, two of them. One, when he hands him the the badge and he's like nope nope hey man i don't want to do this i you've been sheriff for two minutes and i already hate you Uh, but the other part is when he's recovering from his injury and he just keeps laughing at whatever they're watching on tv and he's (laughs) like just giggling he finally looks at
1: him like shut the fuck up
0: (laughs) (laughs) but you gotta admit of all the movies i have suggested so far not bad right it's pretty good
1: it's okay so uh the it's A a remake by the way it is. It is. Yeah, and it's based on a real story. Uh yep. so the A-Team remake that the they Rock, did. Rock
0: was... when he was younger was that kid that took the meth. Too soon. Was he really? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay. You said it was a true story. No, yeah, you never I know. Just... what? You never know. No. Nope. Nope. I was wrong. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> never listen to me.
1: So there's a remake of the A-Team. Professor of Wrestling,
0: decent. not movies. Let's Bradley
1: go. Cooper, Rampage Jackson. It is a terrible movie it is it is quite often lambasted as one of the worst movies ever but you know what If I'm sick or I just feel like shit and I just want something mindless to put on, it's a fun fucking movie. I have no problem putting The A-Team on just to watch it and just fucking zone out because it is mindless. This, again, is just straight. There is, like, no development. It's, like, literally just everything that I read you, that is literally the movie. There is no insight, no nothing. There's a scene where they play football with the douchebags from the casino. There's the sex scene. Um, there's the recovery scene. Um... Yeah, like the the whole. How about
0: that? Like, he just finds out that his ex girlfriend is a stripper. Is now a stripper through a a plexiglass window that is like a one way mirror or whatever you want to fucking call it. Nudie booths. A nudie booth.
1: Yeah. Uh, Wouldn't that bother uh, you if Miss XODM. I ex- know if Odm, one out there. there is not. Again, like, like here's the thing. Like, literally, he's he's getting tried for assaulting the people at the casino, right? And he just does a monologue. He's like, "I'm gonna be sheriff and I'm gonna clean up this town." Not guilty. He's the sheriff. <laughs> literally, <laughs> that's not even an exaggeration. That's exactly. Literally, the next scene after they say the not voting. guilty, he's putting sheriff stickers on his truck and a light bar.
0: There wasn't even a sign that said like.
1: For Not even after the election, it literally just went. I'm gonna be sheriff. Not guilty. Let me put this sticker on a little light. Bar.
0: All right, here we go. Let me uh, sand down this pe- giant piece of wood that I beat the fuck out of everybody with, yeah. and now sand it down to a bat.
1: Yep. yep. Come
0: on. It's a great movie. Great. I and wasn't terrible.
1: pissed. I wasn't pissed when I was done watching it. That's about as nice as I can get.
0: <laughs> i like it look at um overall the action sequences are pretty good yeah and they're realistic i love that johnny knoxville is the dumbass who yeah when he runs out of like the ammo you know he does the I mean? jimmy like, Hart. he it, does it,
1: the jimmy Hart shit he just jumps on somebody's back yeah, like so. Yeah. yeah,
0: just like trying to choke him out as the 105 pound, and then he turns around and punches the rock in
1: the face. <laughs> that was great. That was great. I like I like the guy who goes up. You try to stab me with a potato slicer. <laughs>
0: See, don't tell me that you don't think this should have been an Oscar-nominated movie. You won't. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, check out "Walking Tall." The Rock, Johnny Knoxville. A smattering of casino and titties and money and fighting yeah. and shooting and a guy sitting in the cell while he hears the sheriff bang out his ex-girlfriend. God, I'm just getting excited to think about it again. All right. Thanks for so much listening to the Top of Wrestling podcast. Should I re-record that? Nah, fuck it. <laughs> next week, we're gonna be talking about the top feuds of the last 30 years. No no no, I don't mean each and every one of them. I'm just talking about the last 30 years, the top feud of each year. Which one was the most impactful? The one we all remember the most. Did we have repeats? Did we not? But not only that, next week we got bring to the table, we got Monday Night Wars, we got news, we got WWE, we got AEW, whole lot of shit. You got the ODM. I'm Mark Fantasia, the professor. I bid you a farewell, and each and every week. He can only at the end of each episode string five words together. Here they are
1: fake boobs and real assholes. i do i do have to give i hate to i hate to give Krusty props when i don't want to give him props but he was funny because i was talking about japanese wrestling the other night and they were both there and i started saying names and, and john would keep repeating them but he would have a hard time with them so i'd have to keep saying them and he would just repeat the last name like he it was like hooked on phonics it was fucking great and Bro, then i did I, I did kanesuke Takeshita, and he goes say that one again <laughs> see i still. yo
0: i watch wrestling on a regular basis and i still can't fucking know, say his name right. his name at all